Okay, I'm going to try a very fascinating podcast idea in which I podcast while driving. Which I think, I mean, I listen to podcasts while driving and that has not managed to kill me. So I feel like podcasts while driving is a is an okay idea. So, um, yeah, so that's what, that's what we're doing. So I'm leaving work. So this is my commute home. Uh, I've been sort of under the weather, so I sound like shit. Uh, it's because I'm in my car and I'm kind of under the weather. I, I didn't bring my AirPods, which I feel like have decent quality. Anyway, I'm rambling. Dentistry. Uh, so I did dentistry today. So I had, I don't know, some kind of cold or whatever. I was sick over the weekend. I don't have COVID. Took the rapid test. Shoved the thing in my nose. I'm fine. Uh, but I just can't shake this head cold. I'm just really fucking tired and I haven't been sleeping well and it makes me agitated and whatnot. So I, I had, had one of those fucking days. It's not Monday, but it very well should have been by the, uh, the craziness, but it wasn't like all bad craziness. Like I had kind of fun craziness. So I was feeling pretty decent in the morning, a little bit before lunch, had a walk-in patient that had been seen at another office and told he needed a tooth out like back in like 2018 now it's really hurting him so he wanted to get an extract and a bone graft and this was uh this was one pretty pretty good amount of uh you know defect and decay and whatnot very 23able 19 is what i'm getting at um but the dude was wearing like this goku shirt and uh i'm a dragon ball z fan you know from way back so I, when I, I elevated a little, got some, you know, some motion in the ocean, grabbed the tooth with the 23. And as I'm doing my figure eight, I thought it'd be really funny if I went, Kamehameha! And pull his tooth out. So I did that. And I thought it was fucking hilarious. Uh, the patient, I don't know if they're just dead inside or maybe dentists are terrifying to them. So they were just more or less fucking catatonic or whatever. But just, like, no cell. They gave me no love on my Kamehameha wave to pull out their tooth. They just continued to stare straight ahead. Like, maybe that's just what the dentist always does when he pulls your tooth. Um, so that was really weird. But that was kind of what what, what was, like, uh, going on, like, right before lunch. I had that. And actually, at the same time, I had this other guy that came over from another, another office. A bit of a trend here. Um, that... I, I was trying to read the fucking chart note and follow his account, and I'm, it sounds like he went in for a crown, and then maybe when they were prepping the crown, like, his tooth broke or, or something. Um, so they went to extract it, and they apparently, the quote-unquote, the root kept, like, breaking, and the patient is on blood thinner, and they didn't want to, like, extract it more or whatnot, so they, like, left it. Anyway, so they sent him over to me, uh... We got a med consult. Eloquist is the only one that I, I really always get the med consult because I feel like sometimes they want a bridge. Um, not often, but sometimes. Um, but usually they'll just be like, oh, yeah, stop it for a day or two days or whatever. So they had him stop his Eloquist. Uh, so he comes in, and it's just like his tissue is just fucking beat up. It was beat up. Like, there's just granulation tissue fucking everywhere. So I scoop all that out, and I'm looking in this fucking hole, and I'm like, what the fuck did you guys do? Like, you drilled everywhere 
except where the fucking root tip is. Like, like what the hell? Like, there's a hole over here, and there's a hole over here, you know, but feels like the tooth is over there. So, you know, I, I, uh, instrument a little bit, got the fucking granulation tissue out. Um, and then, uh, I needed to visualize it a, a little bit. I'm not like, I don't love flapping. Like I'll flap if I have to. And this was a situation where I, where I have to, um, cause there's just so much fucking shit tissue that was trying to grow back. Like it was like hamburger. I just couldn't figure out, um, uh, you know, where, where the tooth was and everything was really bleedy because, you know, eloquence and granulation tissue. Um, but anyway, so I did a little flap and I was like, oh, there's a tooth. Poked it with a, a root tip pick and it popped out there. And I'm like, oh, I'll put a suture in this for you. So anyway, so I do this guy was like super grateful and he's telling me uh, in HIPAA, so I can't say too much, but that he's like from film industry and he's worked on a bunch of movies and one of the movies that he worked on was the dentist horror movie. And he's like, that's why I'm so afraid of dentists and stuff. I'm like, oh my God, I love that movie. I'm like, it's so bad. It's such a horrible movie. Um, but it's just like, you know, I'm a dentist, so I got to love that one and fucking like Novocaine and shit, right? Uh, Castaway. So I, I was telling him, like, I collect movie props and I actually have like a forcep from the, <laughs> from the dentist horror movie that uh, he did stuff on, so... That was kind of cool. So those were my, like, kind of fun distraction stories. Went, had some lunch, and I came back, and it was just, like, the afternoon patients were, like, succubuses of joy that just wanted to be fucking nuts and shit. So patient number one, 20 minutes late to their new patient exam. And I usually, usually, I'm like, no, you you can fuck right off. I'm not going to see you where I'm going to downgrade this to a limited or whatever, but I had a cancellation in a different room and the next, uh, new patient on the schedule was supposed to be like a dentalist. I was like, um, this will, I'll probably (coughs) have time to do this. Uh, so they had broke number eight. So they had a root canal that was done apparently 25 years ago. Um, and they, uh, broke number eight at the, at the gum line. Uh, fragment is, is still there, but it's very mobile and you can actually see the, the break on a x-ray. So it's like, okay, yeah, there's like a few options, you know, um, one is that you, we could, uh, we could take this tooth out and do an implant, take this tooth out, do a bridge. um, Oh, uh, there was a fistula at the apex, so just root banking it, you know, wasn't an exact option, but it's like, you know, we, we could, if we want to try to salvage the tooth, we get, you know, heavy lift, but mm, something in the neighborhood of like retreat the endo, put a pose, maybe crown lengthen, you know, just a couple things that we could probably do to get, a. uh, a tooth on there that uh, works in your smile line because she, she was saying, cause I immediately it's like, Oh fucking yeah, implant. That's what you want. Um, but she was like, well, I talked to the dentist that did the root canal and he said, because she's like from potato state or something, you know, so only wants this one thing addressed. And she was like, the other dentist said, be really conservative. And I was like, yeah, I was like, so this is how I got talking about fucking retreats and posts and shit. Um, so I'm like, well, you know, 
you can be really conservative. Being really conservative is try to, you know, retain this and whatnot. But, you know, being conservative, you don't want to sacrifice predictability. So here's what could we could do with that. Here's what's not predictable about that. And here's the complications of that, you know, kind of trying to steer. It's like I'm giving you all your options, but uh, I don't think this one is necessarily as good as some of the others. Well, then she's like, she keeps asking me like bizarre fucking questions, you know, like what's a post and what's an implant? What's a, those aren't bizarre, but, uh, you know, go through all the different things. She's like, well, this tooth is dark and I don't want it to be the same color. And I was like, yeah, it, well, I just make it, you know, the color of the teeth next to it. And she's like, well, how? And I was like, I just tell the, tell the lab, you know, we, we tell them what color to, to make it, you know, so we just match it to the, the tooth next to it, and she's like, well, how can you tell what color that is? It's like, what, what kind of fucking color? I use my eyeballs, you know, and a shade guy, like this thing, you know, make it match. Well, that's what shape is the tooth going to be? It's like, oh, my God, you're killing me. More or less the sh shape of the tooth is now, assuming you like that shape, and if you don't, like a different shape, like a triangle. I'm going to make a fucking triangle or a circle, a circle tooth for you. So... And then she was also, she was like kind of shitty to my, my, my front and whatnot and everything. And it's like, okay, well, like whatever. So going through this, so I, you know, she kind of wants to go this, the save it route. And I was like, oh, all right. You know, we could, we could do some stuff. I'm actually open Saturday. Uh, we could do that. And I'm, and she's like, oh no, well, I'm going to get, uh, she's like, I already scheduled to get a second opinion. And it's like, well, that's amazing. Like you haven't even finished getting your first opinion like okay and she's like i'm getting that at eight o'clock tomorrow morning so i need you to send my x-rays to wherever and it's like uh uh you know that takes some time basically like that that might happen before then and it, it, it might not that's not uh because this is like you know she's like i have an appointment in eight hours it's like uh maybe like they'll probably take their own too like whatever so anyway so then she was like demanding to take like a cell phone picture of her x-rays and it's like they're not gonna fucking treatment plan you off of a fucking image on your cell phone of someone else's x-ray and it's like patients taking fucking cell phone pics of like charts and stuff like i don't know i it's, it's probably not a big deal, but it's just like, what if, what if I, someone on that thing, they got something open on the background, tab slightly, you know, something, there's some HIPAA information, there's someone else's name, you know, up on a tab, on a, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, I don't, I don't want you fucking cell phoning shit. Although, there's one person I was pulling there too, then they're like, can, can, uh, I take a, tiktok video of you taking my tooth out and i was like uh yeah i think i think that's cool so i had my assistant like uh take the tiktok of her tooth coming out anyway i don't know so if you're on the tiktok so am i or something so anyway so yeah so that and that took a lot of time and we were already running behind and meanwhile i also have like fucking you know eight pounds of crazy in a four pound bag like comes in about fucking implants <clears throat> so she got implants like five years ago and apparently they never fit right um she got five implants three on top two on bottom 
uh, three on top with a full palette. Uh, it, it clicks in, but it has like, I'm looking at this, this denture and I'm like, what the fuck is wrong? How did it wear like this? Like it is the weirdest wear pattern. Like it, it's like, like a notch, like a, like notch, like a fucking giant bottle opener. It's like, what, what happened here? How did this become a thing? Come to find out she, she's been filing it with an emery board cause it, it cuts her and like every time she files it, it seems to cut her more. Uh, yeah. Anyway, bottom ones have never been clicked in at all. Uh, they don't even have, like, um, locators on them. They just have the healing abutments. Although, there's attachments in the lower denture. Uh, so it looks like maybe at one time they had locators in, but then they took them out. I'm not, not 100% sure. She was not a very good fucking historian, as patients often aren't. Um, and... She just kept, like, anything I would say, she was like, well, no, I don't want to do anything that's expensive. I just want you to do do whatever's cheapest. It's like, uh, well, there's no, like, cheap solution to your problem, <laughs> number one. Like, you need new dentures. Uh, and on the bottom here, like, if you want your dentures to snap in, you you need, you know, at minimum some, some hygiene and some locators and, and some stuff. But really... Like these implants are, are kind of close to failing, so you know if you're you're wanting <coughs> implant dentures on the bottom, it might be best just to have those out and have new implants placed. Like that's that's best treatment. And she's like, no, that's too expensive. I want you to just shave them down. I'm like, shave what down? She's like, the implants. I'm like, I can't. That's not a thing. I could take them out if you want, I guess, like, and by me, I fucking hate painting things, so I'm not gonna fucking take them out, they're not that loose, uh, or a surgeon can take them out, I was like, or, you know, we could just make a denture that sort of doesn't click into them, and also doesn't hit them, and abuse them, like your, uh, <laughs> fucking dentures are doing, but, like, your denture with this bottle opener notch in it is really pulling this bottom denture forward and it's like, you know, it's not a easy session. She's like yelling at me and stuff. I'm like, Oh my God, I didn't, I didn't do this to you. And she's like, well, they were, why can't you just adjust them? And I was like, I could 100% adjust them and you can pay me for that. And it will not help. So like, if you want to give me $86, like I'm into that. Uh, but it's not going to help. She's like, well, I'm not going to do it if it's not going to help. I'm like, yeah, that's why I didn't suggest it. So anyway, so I went back and forth with her forever. And this is in the midst of the other one. Just both of these people like sucked all the all the joy out of my life. It was like the Dementor's kiss. Just, <laughs> ugh. Um, poor historians, though. I had this other guy come in. And he was crazy, but he was nice crazy. So he comes in and he's like, uh, yeah, so I got in a fight two days ago protecting this this lady from these Hispanic guys that were assaulting her and blah 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 and they hit me with a bat and it broke these teeth and yada all this stuff I'm like mm, okay you know he's got no bruising no facial swelling no signs of trauma no no cuts anything like that uh, we took some x-rays uh, and his x-rays look exactly the same as when I took x-rays on him like six months ago when he had 
broken ass teeth and told me a t- totally different story. Um, so I don't know if he like knew that he had been here before. Um, I just have a thing like I don't really, I never bring up pain meds. Like if I'm, I, this is how I bring up pain meds. Like, hey, what do you take for pain that works well for you? Cool, I'll give you that. And I only say that is if I just did a bunch of surgery on you and I think you need pain meds. Um, but new patient exam and stuff like that, like <clears throat> especially something bizarre like this, it's like, oh, I got a bar fight protecting these people. Like, mm, did you go to the hospital? Like, yeah, weird. Okay. Uh, so then he was like talking about how his insurance uh, will only give him two thousand dollars down here, but it'll give him twenty thousand dollars up in Portland. So. If we could give him a travel voucher or say it was, it was very bizarre. The guy, the guy was nice but crazy. Um, so put him together a treatment plan, got him to the office manager. He did not, you know, schedule for or, or do anything, of course. Um, and then let's see. Do we have any any other interesting or exciting things that I can think of happen today? Not, not really. Um, I did uh, a bunch of fillings. I, I replaced amalgams, which I usually don't do. I don't know why. Because, <laughs> like, in dental school, like, we had, a, you know, a patient or two, like, I want you to replace all my silver fillings with white fillings because the silver fillings give me gout or, you know, whatever crazy bullshit. And it's like, well, I don't want to do that because I don't want you to think in your head that I said doing this will cure your gout like these are unrelated things um and then some people you know go off on the mercury thing or or whatever but this one girl that i did this for today uh she got a bunch of uh uh amalgams i think when she was in the army or something like that and then she had a tooth break and she was like yeah my previous dentist had told me like these fillings are you know are they're fine, but they're big, and, you know, a lot of times they can end up breaking, and you need crowns, and this tooth broke, and now I need a crown, and she's like, but I don't want the other ones to break, and I was like, well, yeah, so I, like, look at them, and it's like, yeah, they're big amalgams, I was like, yeah, you know, honestly, like, we could, we could take them out, and put some nice composites in there, and probably be good, so I did that, and it went well, so we'll, we'll see if I regret my decision or not. Sometimes I do things and then I regret it later. Like, if she ends up needing root canals, I will probably regret it. Um, been doing a lot of root canals, like uh, almost a Ryan level of root canal action. I did uh, a root canal on 18 on a, like, eight and a half month pregnant chick. It only took me, like, an hour. It was, uh, I did it pretty fast. So that one was kind of cool. Because <coughs> she really wanted to save the tooth and, uh... I don't know. I think, I think the root canal is less traumatic than the extraction stuff. So I've been uh, feeling better about about the molars on the lower. And my New Year's resolution, whenever fucking one, a couple months from now, three months, whenever New Year's is. It's in January if they haven't moved it. Um, I'm going to probably try to do me a 14. See how it goes. You know, I got the CBCT and I feel like I'm getting more skilled with that. I feel like I, I did this thing where uh, 
I stopped relying so much on my loops for Moleriendo and stuff. Like, I'm like, oh no, I should be able to, like, I'll do my initial access and, you know, like, especially if I got CBCT footage, like, I know where everything should be. And I feel like I'm a lot more conservative. I haven't ever, like, been ridiculous and, like, I can't find the pulp. I'll just keep drilling and drilling and perfed. Um, yet, knock on wood, like, uh, but I've definitely, uh, you know, just been kind of in the wrong spot and went a little bit too far. And it, it was like I wasn't, you know, thinking about, like, the tooth angles or not. So it's like when you do it more by feel, it's sort of I'm like, no, this is where it where it should be. And I'm finding that when I think it should be there, it should be there. And it is there. And it, uh, it works out better. So it's not – I'm not – I'm not an endodontist. Um, I cherry pick endo, so even though I'm doing molars and whatnot, I'm doing fucking easy shit, you know, in the grand scheme of things. So, you know, don't get too excited about anything that I say. Um, I'm pulling onto my street. This has been a short little cast, so maybe I will do more of it. Because on one thing, I can't really check Reddit while I'm driving or whatever. Uh, so maybe I'll like do another one of these and maybe put another couple together. So maybe I'll get you while I'm going to work or something next time. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to pull into my gate here and check the mail and then fucking walk dogs and feed goats and all that bullshit. So yeah, well, uh, good talk. Okay, so commuting part two, I guess. This is the lunchtime uh, commute, I guess. Um, I'm running home to, to walk the dogs and bring Caitlin uh, some smoothie action because she is sick um, and she has a child growing inside of her and she must eat and all she wants to eat is soft things like smoothies so the smoothie is full of you know all the crazy additive like oh put some protein in there and some pollen and this and that to boost the immune system or whatever so anyway so i'm i'm doing uh doing that um and what i did is i i just looked at reddit before so i i scouted out a question and uh, i found really what i think is a adorable question um, on the dental school Reddit that was like, how do I get a job as a dentist? Which really just shows, I think, the failure of not just like professional education, but like just education in America in general. It's like, what are we teaching kids? And is it worthwhile? Because I, I think if we like got rid of like one of the iterations of the fucking Krebs cycle, it's like, yeah, here's how you get a job and do an interview and write a resume and you put that in as, like, required coursework. Uh, that would be good. Because um, as it stands, you, you have people that are that are learning how to fucking operate inside of other fucking people's face holes. And they're like, I don't know how to dress myself. I don't know how to get a job. Like, what the fuck? Um, like, in high school, maybe teach people how to do their fucking taxes instead of, like... The Krebs cycle. I really shit on the Krebs cycle. The the Krebs cycle is kind of kind of ridiculous bullshit. Anyway, so how do you get a job, you you adorable little bastard? Um, you're I don't know where in dental school you are. 
Um, I didn't read the whole post. I'm sorry. It, it, it looked long, and I was like, eh, I don't, I don't care enough. I get the gist. You're in dental school. You're like, oh, some people have families that are all dentists, and they'll just work with their family, and I don't. And how am I supposed to get a job? Well, um, there's a lot of different ways. Uh, one, when you get in your your fourth year, there's going to be all sorts of like. Uh, companies and DSOs and dentists and all sorts of stuff that's gonna like come and try to do stuff with your fourth year class because uh, everywhere needs dentists pretty much like uh, just go to those things and you know fucking listen to people and say like hey I need a job and someone will fucking give you a job I, I guarantee it you will you will get a job don't don't worry about it unless like you don't have hands like if you if you're walking around and you got two lobster claws, like you might just be fucked and have picked a poor poor profession, Doctor Zoidberg. Um. Anyway, but so you're gonna get job offers, and and I guess if you don't even know how to get a fucking job, like you're not not gonna really know what to look for in job offers. So let me let me throw out a couple things because uh, there's a lot of people in our class that had had no work experience. Like, they'd never even had a part-time job, and that, like, blows my mind, because I think I've had some kind of uh, part-time job since I was, like, 14. Like, I was, you know, doing the recycling at the hospital or, or some bullshit, like, back then, and uh, I used to, you know, teach CPR classes, and I was an assistant instructor, like, when I was 16, and then I did, like, my own classes when I was 18, all, all sorts of... So I was, like always doing side hustles, um, you know, I did all the normal, like, I worked retail, I worked fucking fast food, bullshit that, you know, builds character or some crap, and then, you know, I, I started some companies and, like, ran a martial arts school and, and did all sorts of crazy bullshit, um, and now I'm a dentist, doing crazy bullshit inside people's mouths, um, so yeah. Uh, if you don't have work experience and what whatnot, it's it's weird to suddenly like get these higher end contracts, um, and I, I just don't think people understand what to look for. They either look only at at the dollar figure, or they look at everything but the dollar figure, and you got to kind of look at both. Uh, the dollar figure is good. And the way that like dental contracts kind of work is you have uh, you're going to work off some percentage of something be a production or collections or adjusted production or adjusted collections and uh if you're gonna work off one of those you really need to understand what that fucking means based on the contract you're receiving like if it's adjusted what is it adjusted by you know uh what is coming out of your percentage you know are you paying your lab fees is someone else is playing your lab fees what happens with remakes uh you know what happens with dis dissatisfaction you know refunds and shit like all, all that. Like this is very important to understand how they're arriving at that dollar thing. Do you have a a daily minimum, um, which is an important thing? Because if you go into work and like there is fucking no patience, do you make any money, or do you get a percentage of the zero that you you made that day? <laughs> it sounds like fucking silly, but. You know, COVID was just a couple years ago, and there's all sorts of people that had, you know, what they thought were good contracts, and then when no patients came in or they saw that one patient a day, it's like, well, I did one filling to mid-day. I made $30. Like, great. You know, 
that kind of stuff can fuck with you. So having having a guarantee is uh, is nice. Again, understanding how that guarantee uh, works. Under, understanding too, like what the flow of the office is. Like if you're going to go in and be an associate somewhere, if you uh, um, are doing exams, like who does the treatment, right? Like if uh, you know Miss Smith comes in and she needs seven crowns and she signs up for them, are they going to go on your schedule? Or are they going to go on the other dentist's schedule and you're going to get to do her, like, one filling or something? Because, uh, you know, this is all going to come down to how, how you get paid. Uh, my office is pretty cool because we do a uh, percentage of the office um, production, which is kind of rad. So, like, if I, you know, when I have an associate, like, if I do something big and neat... They get a piece of that. If they do something big and neat, I get a piece of that. You know, whatever the hygienist does, we both get a piece of that. You know, um, it works out nice because it makes it so uh, everybody wants everybody to succeed, and there's not like fighting over table scraps. Uh, so yeah. So anyway, arriving of how you get the bottom bottom number and what that bottom number is. Uh, that bottom number and why I'm saying number instead of throwing out a number. Um, is because that number doesn't mean anything until you understand your market and your location and your cost of living and stuff, right? Like, if if I, you know, w- was living in Portland, uh, I would need more money because there would be more expenses uh, in Portland, you know? Like, suddenly when you're worried about, like, oh, shit, I got to fucking pay for parking, don't I? Um, that, that cuts into my bottom line. If... Uh, you know, real estate and uh, rent and everything like that is way more expensive somewhere than somewhere else. Like, you got to factor that in. There's this website, I forget what it's called, but it, like, you can kind of, and it's, you know, it's not super scientific, but it's okay. You can say, like, hey, well, if, how much is like $1,000 in Portland compared to Southern Oregon, you know, like whatever, something like that. And it'll kind of, kind of tell you, like, oh, you know, a thousand dollars in Portland is like twelve hundred dollars down there. So if you know there's those differences, you can actually be paid less or the same in a different market and live like you are making more money, right? And most of the time, uh, if you go rural, you live in like these smaller areas that that have more demand for you know needing the dentist, so they pay more. Um, it's also cheaper for you to live there and then suddenly it's like okay and I'm making more and it spends like even more so it's like a like a force multiplier like you uh <coughs> excuse me uh still getting over that thing um you end up making quite a bit more than uh, you know your colleagues that are that are in the city right and you, you fucking live better that's what uh, what I love about down here um and, and a lot of rural areas like people don't move there, right? You know, like, oh, it's not fucking sexy to live in Moose Booty, Oregon. But, you know, there there's some really fucking nice houses and property out here because some, someone lived here at some point and then they decided, like, ah, I don't want to live here anymore, whatever. I have my super nice house. Well, since people that can afford super nice houses aren't moving to the area as frequently, those super nice houses sit and then they end up going for, like, less than they would in a, in a market where a lot of, you know, well-to-do people are moving to. Like, a super nice house in, in Portland, like, if you picked my my house up and just threw it over to fucking Portland, it would be, like, worth twice as much. It's crazy. So, it's like, I have, like, crazy house down here because it's, you know, 
in the in an undesirable location, I guess. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. I've said before that I'm gonna have as many fucking chickens as I want, and no one no one's gonna say shit about it. Um, and I like that. I'm into that. So that's something to look at. Uh, also, you got to look at like what is like what is your total compensation? Like, if are you going somewhere in there? fucking giving you a 1099 and you're on your own for all your other bullshit or you know do you have benefits uh is there a 401k is there 401k matching do they pay for your ce do they pay for your malpractice you got to look into all those things and kind of fucking total it up uh because you know getting uh, uh, the same salary with benefits versus getting, you know, the same salary without benefits. Those benefits fucking, fucking add up, especially when you, you need health insurance and malpractice and all that shit. And if you're paying for it yourself, uh, that's not as good as, you know, someone else paying for it. So just some, some fucking small things to, <coughs> to consider there, you know, while you're dressing yourself and, you know, eating your breakfast be like, Oh no, I will get a job. And this is how I should look at those. Um, don't take the first uh, job offer that you get. Like, get a get another one. Get another job offer, and then take it. Like, uh, they'll always kind of kind of tell you, like, oh, we got you know seven people beating down our door for this job. So you know you got to decide right now. Like, no, you don't. Fucking, you know, you can you can give it a beat. It's fine. You know, do your other interview you know, look at, look at both things. Cause it's really, you can't make a comparison until you have two f- fucking things to compare. Right. If you only have one job offer, that's your best job offer, but you, you can get more than one. Um, I guarantee it. Uh, the other, the other thing is, uh, if you're in dental school, you're in dental school for four years, unless you go to UOP, then you're in there for three years. Right. So you probably met somebody in the class above you at some point. You probably have like some kind of big little fucking mentorship, bullshit thing going like stay in contact with those people and then now you have some ins various things like hey friend do you like working at x place great are they hiring (laughs) you know who is hiring um you know you can you can find jobs that way uh join your fucking dental uh association um, your component society, uh, like if you're like, Hey, I'm looking to move into the area, you know, I need a job. Like, you know, those people will help point you in some directions. There's a lot, there's a lot of fucking resources. There's, uh, the ADA, I think has a fucking dentisty, you know, associate matching thing of some sort, you know, um, it, it, it's not hard. Like, uh, Seriously, like we we fucking need dentists like all over the place. Like, come work for me. Like, I will I will hire you. You can do all my fillings, and you'll love it. Um, sorry, I I had to do a bunch of fillings like yesterday. I'm, I'm still still recovering. There's nothing nothing worse like than doing like twelve fillings. Ugh. Anyway, uh, yeah, so now I'm home, and I'm going to go, like I said, walk dogs and give Caitlin some juice. So, bye. So the past, I don't know, week, week and a half... I'm still like not <laughs> feeling 100%. Uh, 
it's really weird. Like, uh, I just have this like head cold. Like I was like legitimately sick, sick for, I don't know, like three days or something. And then I've just had like weird, like half symptoms of a cold for like a week and a half. It's uh, and, uh, I keep failing my COVID tests and I don't have a fever. So I don't, I don't fucking know. Anyway, uh, I'm doing, <coughs> excuse me, some chores and I wanted to kind of get, uh, um, some like Reddit like stuff, uh, together. Cause that was something that I did a bunch of these back and forth car things. And I was really trying, um, to make it so, so I could do Reddit, but I can't like look at Reddit and drive at the same well, I mean, it could, it would just be, uh, dangerous, I guess. And I don't, I don't like danger. Um, I need a flashlight though. It's dark as shit. I think I've talked about how much I don't like this time of year where it's dark when I get home and it's dark when I go to work and it's fucking always dark. Oh, and my flashlights are inside. I have a million flashlights. Like, don't, don't worry. The flashlight I was looking for is just not here, but another flashlight will be here because I got flashlights for days. Or like a really cool periscope flashlight. We'll use this one. Wink. Ooh. I can even clip it in my vest pocket like um an army man. So that's cool. Anyway, uh so yeah, I did a bunch of these like commutery podcasts, like going back and forth on my lunch hour and after work. But I wanna try to make these kinda have a format. Um so anyway, can I ask to have my frenum cut during another appointment? I read that the procedure took 15 minutes, so do I have to make a separate appointment for it? Or could you just have them cut it when I go in a scheduled visit? But I think it it largely depends what your scheduled uh, visit is for, right? Like if you're going in for hygiene, uh, probably not. But like if you're having a tooth out. It just depends on what kit, like the way, uh, you know, uh, most of, most of the stuff you like, you have various kits, like a restorative kit, an oral surgery kit. Like if I'm doing laser stuff, like laser stuff kit, you know, things like that. Like frenum, uh, I usually do with a laser, uh, just cause it's easy, <laughs> you know, more than, more than anything else to just do that. Uh, I wonder if this sounds like I'm peeing. I'm, I'm trying to thaw out some some water by peeing on it. Um, this is kind of kind of frozen, so I have like a, a like a warm water thing. So I'm just kind of like topping up so it breaks some of the ice on some of these things. Everybody has a electronic or electronic water thing, a heated water thing that's like plugged in, so they can always get water. But it's uh, just trying to. <laughs> Sorry. It's kind of funny. I'm really interested to, to hear that because I'm like pouring this and I'm like, hmm, this just sounds like, so the new thing is I do a podcast while I, while I go to the bathroom, you know, any, anytime I can get one in, try to do it. <laughs> oh, what the fuck was I talking about? Oh, frenums. Um, so yeah, I, I tend to do it with a, a laser. Um, 
because it's just easy and then it's more or less bloodless. Uh, so that's, that's a, a thing. But the thing about doing that is like, well, I got to get the laser. I got to get a, a tip. Everybody has to have glasses. We like to do laser stuff in certain rooms. Cause like, you know, that way you can like shut the door and no one's going to walk by while you're lasering. Cause there's a lot of, you know, safety protocols. So if I'm doing like a, a filling or something, you know, like doing some random thing. And they're like, Hey, I want to do this. Uh, have you cut my frenum? Well, it's like, well, you know, we should schedule for that. I don't have oral surgery stuff out. Like, you know, uh, it, it, it should be, it doesn't necessarily have to be its own visit, but you just have to be prepared for it. So usually I don't like patients to add on stuff to, uh, to the visit, you know, like, Oh, why we're doing this. Can you do this other thing? Cause I haven't allotted time for it. I haven't, you know, I've probably looked at my schedule and, you know, side booked other, other things based on what I'm doing in that, in that room and how long I think it's going to take me and everything else. So, you know, I, I would just, just talk to your dentist beforehand you probably even call, you know, if it's something that you guys have talked about before, like, hey, I want to get that frenum taken care of, and I'm going to be in doing this. Can I get it off at the same time? Uh, let's see. Just scrolling through. What is my best option? Need cosmetic concealment of chips decay and gaps for eight months. I'll outline the situation. Wow, this is long. God, I hate when they're so long. Uh, wants to have... Need to hide my teeth for about eight months. I need concealment for the full upper. Uh, hmm. It sounds... It sounds like... Uh, they're getting, uh, they're going to get the stuff addressed, put in eight months, but they don't want to look like someone with shitty teeth for eight months. Um, like getting dental insurance or, or something like that. And unfortunately, there's not a lot of good temporary fixes. So if you have decay and eight months is a good amount of time to, to, for that decay to, you know, get worse and make it where, you know, you're going to, you're going to have problems. Uh, with, with the teeth and, you know, what was a filling might become a root canal and what was a root canal might become an extraction, you know, that type of thing. So there's some different options. Like what's probably going to be like best. And I'm like air quoting, uh, best is to eradicate Jim. Why the fuck are you out of your cage, dude? Hmm. One of my ducks is out. It's weird. Jim! Come on, dude. What are you doing? Over here. Go over there. There you go. Go to your friends. So... I'm going to quickly count our ducks. We have all of our ducks. Including Crowley, who is not a duck... But I feel like he thinks he's a duck. 
So the mallards, I mean, it's winter now. Like, they can fly. Uh, sometimes they fly out. But, you know, usually not this time of year. So that was kind of weird, him being out. But it's, it's a thing. Uh, my mallards, I think I told you, they choose to live here because they can fucking fly away if they want to. Uh, so yeah, so air quotes, quotes best is to address the decay. So, you know, if you can't get all the actual dentistry you need, fillings and, um, you know, crowns and, and whatever, uh, then, stopgap dentistry is kind of kind of what we're looking at and you know the kind of the best way to do that is silver diamine fluoride right so we put that on all the the spots that that you're talking about that will you know arrest the decay so that's a that is a good thing uh it will also turn the the teeth black (laughs) so you know probably makes it a little bit worse. But what you could do is you could do, you know, SDF and then you could, you know, do like if you're thinking you're going to do crowns or, or something better later, um, you could do some, something like a protective restoration, you know, cut out for that and do like Fuji. You can make something that looks, you know, decent ish depending on the, uh, the state of things. So that's something, uh, doing full composite work. Like even if you need crowns, but if you want to build up some, some crazy composites and be like, Hey, you know, this isn't super good for chewing, but it's going to last you until you can get your crowns. That's not uh, a terrible idea. Um, probably like the worst idea, uh, is stuff like that just doesn't address the decay. Like, uh, one of those fucking thermoplastic bullshits, like fucking, you know, what are they, snap on, smile, or, or whatever, right? Like, yeah, we'll just make you some white ass teeth to just stick over the, the top of this. It doesn't do anything. It's not what I would consider dentistry. Um, it is a, you know, there's just better, there's better ways to waste your money is, is what it comes down to. Like I have, people that ask me to do that or can I do that but not like you can do whatever the fuck you want to do that's not for me to you know say I was just like this is what it doesn't do is it doesn't address any of the underlying problems and it just makes it where where you're going to have a um, you know, a bigger issue basically because you got decay or what else that you, you got going on it's just getting worse, you know, and it needs to be treated. And we should, you know, do something to actually treat it. And here's some realistic options. I think the best option is just, you know, financing. Just fucking get the treatment that you need. You know, if it costs some money, it fucking costs some money. Put it on care credit or whatever. Like, your, your teeth are pretty fucking useful in the eating and the talking and everything else. So like I'd go into some debt for, for my health, you know, including the health of my mouth. So that's my personal opinion on that. I know like when you have money, you know, talking about 
stuff like that. Like it's, you know, a luxury. I recognize that I'm kind of a shit, but yeah, I, I would just say, just get the work done that you need. Like man up. You've <laughs> let your teeth go shitty for a long ass fucking time. And you know, like they're like, Oh no, it's only, you know, this, you know, the insurance or whatever. It's just like, you probably could have done that in the past. Probably coming off like a dick. It's usually Ryan's job is to come off like a dick and I like temper him. Um, no one's here to temper me and I've just had a long, a long everything. Uh, gonna count my chickens really quick. They're all doing good. So I had, uh, I was one chicken named Bumblefoot. They got Bumblefoot back in the day, and I had to do surgery on it, and it shit on my friend. I think I told you about those guys. Well, while I was the absolute sickest, I came out because I still got to fucking do chores, right? You can't not feed the animals. And Bumblefoot had Bumblefoot again. And I had to catch and do surgery on this chicken with no assistant. Um, that was uh, a while ago. Um, not a super while ago, like a week or something. Uh, it looks like she's doing pretty good, so I am happy about that because she's kind of a, a fun chicken. Uh, the unfortunate thing is, a lot of my chickens that I got, like when I was getting my my first string of chickens, I feel like I either talked about this or I talked to someone about this. So I apologize if this is just repeat information. Um, but I got, uh, chickens that are, uh, like hybrids and like, uh, in that they're, they can both be raised for, uh, meat and for, uh, uh, egg production. And the thing about meat birds or birds that are, you know, any part like big enough to eat is they're kind of like how they're genetically selected and whatnot is not based on what's really healthy for them. It's like their ability to, you know, put on weight and be fat large so you can eat them. Um, and they don't live a long time because they don't need to, because you're going to eat them, right? <laughs> like let them get big, eat them. Uh, then things are done. But for, uh, us, like where we only do, you know, egg, egg production, uh, we're not gonna eat the chickens, so they're just our little, little chicken friends. But I got these chickens that only live like two to three years. So, we've had them now for like three years, so I had like one just die the other day, just being old. Um, so I'm probably gonna lose some more chickens this season, which is, uh, which is sad. So next year I'll probably get some more chickens and probably get some ones that are just ones that want to live like 10 years and whatnot. Uh, I mentioned this when I was counting the ducks. Uh, so Crowley is the rooster that came over from the other one. All the chickens sleep in, uh, the coop, uh, like on these, uh, roosting poles and whatnot. And balls is the, the rooster that like lives with them in there. But Crowley doesn't go in there. Like, so balls kind of cricked Crowley out. So Crowley, uh, sleeps right next to the three Muscovy ducks. Like they're, they're like, they've accepted him into their flock. Birds are just so, so kind of neat and cool and how they 
like interact and do different things. So it's, it's kind of, I have like a Muscovy chicken now. <laughs> they pal around uh, at night and then they kind of do their own thing during the day. It's interesting. I haven't um, noticed if Crowley has his own hens or not, or if he just kind of hangs out with the ducks. But anyway, so now we've got that one mallard that got out. So we have to kind of keep an eye uh, on that over the next uh, few days and whatnot, just to, to see if he keeps flying out, because it is possible that, you know, he'll fly away, which would be sad. But it is uh, it is life. So we're putting our periscope back, and I'm going to look to see if there's one more Reddit question. And then I think this will be the good tale for some episode. So let's see. Dark spots. My cat scratched my gum. Is there anything to worry about on the depth of the cut? Um, this is not a very deep cut. It'll heal within a, like probably a week. Uh, what the fuck were you doing to your cat? That's my, my real question. Uh, best brand of water flosser. I'm sort of like, they're all more or less the same. I, I use the, what is it? The main one, the main brand is some, is they gave it to me. Water pick. That's, that's what it is. Uh, Wobbly tooth after extraction. Is it normal to have a wobbly tooth after extraction? I got my tooth extracted 36 hours ago. I did not drink or smoke. Um, okay. So no, that you shouldn't have a wobbly tooth, but there's a a caveat. And this is one of the reasons why I think it's so important to do like complete exams. Because if someone comes in and they're like, my tooth hurts and has an abscess and you only address that one tooth and take it out. Let's say in this circumstance, number 25. Well, in taking out number 25, you have to break off the patient's calculus clearage. That was really stabilizing the other lower anteriors. Now they are quote unquote wobbly and the patient thinks it's your fault. So it could be something like that. It could be that uh, in working your elevators and whatnot, like they uh, mobilized uh, another tooth and depending on, you know, the extent of that mobilization, that tooth might end up failing and might tighten back up. Uh, hard to say without an x-ray or whatnot. Um, I would, I, I have a hunch it's more to calculus thing because uh, I have definitely seen that before. I had a patient come in and like, they extracted this tooth and now all my other teeth are loose down here. And it's like, yeah, all these teeth are hopeless from fucking perio. So it's not like the dentist did it. The dentist just didn't inform you of your condition. So I think it's really important that uh, you don't fall into that pitfall. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to go eat some food, take these eggs inside later. Banana phone. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. I've got this feeling so appealing for us to get together and sing, sing. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Ding, dong, ding, dong, ding, dong, ding. Donana phone. 
goes in bunches. I've got my hunches. It's the best, beats the rest. Cellular, modular, interactive, modular. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Ping pong, ping pong, ping pong, ping. Banana phone. It's no baloney. It ain't a phony. My cellular. I'll call my cat. I'll call the White House. Have a chat. I'll place a call around the world. Operator, get me Beijing, Jing, Jing, Jing. Banana phone, ring, ring, ring. 